Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today's Hopecast, we're going to look at what we do and how we do it. We are going to start right now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. And we're broadcasting to you from Quito, Ecuador. <laughs> South America, in case anyone was confused. When God started calling me uh, to the mission field, I, I wasn't entirely sure where Ecuador was, but it's in South America, everyone. It's just below Colombia, just above Peru. Mm-hmm. Right there. Borders the Pacific Ocean. It's a lovely, lovely place. How long have you been here, Jorge Luis? I have been here for 29 years, so my entire life, born oh, and raised here. Oh my gosh, not quite 29. It'll be not 29 quite, next, yes. next month. Exactly, so one month away. And but still, my, my entire life. Your whole life and almost happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been here? I have been in Ecuador 18 years. 18, 18 and years. a half. Can That's you... more than one lifetime. <laughs> uh, tell me about it. Tell me. Yes, I, I've been here a very long time. And I told my mother that I would be here for two years. Her mom. Whoopsie doodle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she turned out to be a, a big fan of me being here. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, the last time we talked about um, who we are and how did we started doing the Education we equals hope. That's who we are. And that's, uh, thank you so much for listening to us. We have a lot of things to share. And if you want to hear about how we started, you can go back to the first um, Hopecast. This is the second yes, one. Yes, this is our Hopecast. <laughs> but we want to share with you guys um, this time about what we do and how we do it. This is so important. Um you were mentioning the 18 years that you have been here. In those 18 years, a lot of things had happened. You know, many people have come and gone, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's just a lot of with uh, a lot of experiences within that. Yes. A lot of life uh-huh. stories, a lot of r- really important things to share, adventures to share um, that has turned out in what we know now as equals age in the yes. way that, that we actually function and work and serve others and now, right? True. So. We would love to hear that from you. Oh, well, that was a great setup. Thank you very much. Um, we uh, So we know that education equals hope. All of the life experiences that I've had here over the last mm-hmm. 18 years, um, as they continue to unfold, um, all do, all touch in what we're doing in education equals hope. Uh, I, I mentioned last time and we'll mention every time, education equals hope is a micro scholarship program. I guess technically it's a sponsorship, um, but we focus uh, solely on education. So in layman's terms, um, we call it a micro-scholarship program because it provides, it helps provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult places. We're not the first people to do this. This is a very common thing, especially in the NGO, the non-governmental organizational world or the mission world. True. Um, uh, some of the big names out there that do this are Compassion International mm-hmm. and World Vision, um, Feed the Children. Uh, there are wonderful, wonderful organizations out there that are doing very similar work and the idea of um, looking for 
generous people who either believe in us or believe in our mission, and they come alongside us to make this mission possible, this goal. Our goal is to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult places. Um, but our approach to it is a little bit different, and that has come out of those life experiences that you were alluding to <laughs> earlier. Um, and it comes out of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a youth minister by vocation. God called me into that and did some wonderful training. And a shout out to the Episcopal Church of the Advent in Spartanburg, South Carolina, <laughs> where I got Woo-hoo. to be uh, a youth minister for over five years. And then they blessed me and sent me out to uh, to be here again for two years. But here we are 18 <laughs> years later. Um, so, again, it's all it's all about relationship. Cameron, what in the world do you mean? How do I possibly sponsor a child that I've never known, never have seen or met or touched yeah. their hand, shook their hand? How can you call that relationship? Well, that's such a good question I ask myself. <laughs> Let's dive into that. Let's talk about that. Um, the way that education equals hope works is through the through deep relationships at all of our ministry sites. The majority of our sites, we have 11 now. We have 11 now. Um, I would say with eight of them, um, I have worked with the leadership for almost 18 years. Wow. Uh, It's just incredible knowing what a highly mobile place we live in here and the mission field in general and just the world and the 21st century. Um, people are moving all the time, but we really have had incredible stability in working with leaders. And again, um, those other, what did I say, eight? So we have three ministry sites that are newer that are coming on and haven't worked for 18 years, but still have deep relationship and have known for years. We're very careful about where we partner and who we partner with Mm -hmm. because money can ruin relationships. That's true. That's true. (laughs) And money can ruin all sorts of things. It's an incredibly handy resource. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm a a big fan of having that resource available, but the love of money obviously is something Mm -hmm. that we are warned about, but money in general and people's relationship to money is really, um, can be unhealthy and awkward, or it can be very healthy and life-giving and vibrant. So we're just really careful who we partner with, um, and not in a like, oh, you have to be our friend in order to partner with you, but there has to be a sense of um, mutual commitment, reciprocal relationship that we're really in this together, that it's a level playing field. And we'll come back to that um, maybe in the next podcast, yeah. Hope Cast, excuse me. <laughs> uh, or uh, um, in a future Hope Cast, we will um, take some deep dives into poverty and what that looks like because it has to be a level playing field mm-hmm. in order for this to work. I have a question for you. Yes, yes. So you were mentioning how important relationship is, right? Um, All through these 18 years, you have been able to figure it out. You know, I don't think that you came the first time with, you know, like with everything. Oh, no, it's been a a learning experience as we go. What are the results of basing the entire thing of basing the entire ministry basing the entire organization in relationships? Um, The results has been uh, a program that well, honestly, is I feel like God has revealed to us what he had from the beginning Mm -hmm. and that he knew all the really cool, amazing things about how we run this program that we had no idea when we started. (laughs) I was like, well, 
Uh, and some of those things are, um, for example, we get to empower local families. So the way that we run Equals H is that we have these local ministries, partnerships, the Church of Carmen Bajo, the Episcopal Church of Emmaus, or Cristo Liberador, or Buen Pastor, um, Dios es Amor is another church where it's non-denominational. We are not a denominational organization. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the the co-founder, Chip <laughs> Smith and I, we are born and bred, both of us cradle Episcopalians, and love the Episcopal Church deeply. And oh gosh, I can tell you some wonderful things about that church. But as any place, it has its ups and downs and its sure. political ins and outs. Um, and we made a decision, at, well, I guess I made a decision early on <laughs> that I was not going to, um, I was not going to... M- border off God's territory by denomination. Sure. I was going to um, work out of relationship. And if someone wanted to work with me, um, then awesome. Let, let's move forward. And theology, we're not here to convince anyone of theology. We're here to mm-hmm. uh, for God's glory and for our good. And as long as people are on board with this is about God and about uh, our relationship with Jesus and how much, how very, very much God loves us and manifests that through um, through Jesus coming and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for all my evangelical friends out there dying on the cross for us. Um, we thank you. Thank you. That, that, that was for you. Um, <laughs> that deep, deep relationship. God showed us that relationship. But what I'm trying to say, <laughs> getting back to it is through these relationships, then these local family, these local ministries, Episcopal churches or none, um, have been empowered. We get to come alongside them uh, with a budget and say, hey, we'd like to support you $200 a month, $800 a month, $1,000 a month. And those ministry sites then have their own boards that they decide who in their congregation is going to um, receive the money. Who is the, who's the re- Who are the recipients? What is the application process? What mm-hmm. are the requirements um, for each student? Uh, there are so many different ways, and pretty much each ministry site has what fits their culture, their minute, their church culture, their ministry site the best. And so I love that about our program, that it's not us. It's not a top-down, you have to do it this way. We do have some top-down rules. Mm-hmm. They are, one, <laughs> you must pass the year in order mm-hmm. to receive a scholarship again. And two, um, you must hand in all receipts for September's chunk of money before you get October's chunk of money. So we are a receipt-based organization. And knock on wood, um, so far that has uh, been infallible. People can't run away with money or use it for other things because we require um, government-issued receipts for all of the money that we disperse. Um, it's the, our financial team, well, uh, our parent organization, Youth World, here in Ecuador. In every country, we have to have a, a legal entity, and Youth World is a legal entity here in Ecuador. Um, that finance department and Rocio, who is our, our financial administrator for Equals Age, <laughs> it's, it's not a happy, easy-go-lucky life for them sure. to have to go through receipt by receipt, but um, good accountability makes good relationships. That's great. Um, I, I love to hear that also because... It, it comes, I come back in my own mind to the part of, even through our name, education equals hope. What we want to, to bring is hope through education. We just, we don't want to just uh, hand out the money to the, no. to people, you know, we want to provide something and we want to show them a different path. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that later, the poverty circle and, and all what it, 
it implies. Uh, but something that is really important also is to to understand that the way that we do it is based in relationship, mm-hmm. but it's focusing more than just the resource that they are given. You know, it's, it's empowering them and giving them a structure of family, a structure of church, a community. Right, because it's right? not just the 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 church. So often, really well-meaning people have come into humble such situations or circumstances and said, we know what you need. We, we, we can fix this. Um, those of you who have ever been down on a short-term mission with us, we talk about how really well-intentioned, wonderful people come down, and they're just going to bless the poor people and just sit them in the corner, and you just sit there, and we're going to bless you, and we're going to do all these things for you. We're going to paint your church. We're going to build a new church. Mm-hmm. We're going to cook you food. We're going <laughs> to play with your kids. Um, and while the intention is incredibly well-meaning, mm-hmm. um, we end up doing more harm than good. We, we have to be in relationship. We have to be in reciprocal relationship, back and forth, meaningful, helping one another, um, again, on that level playing field. And so the way equals H is run is here's this this financial gift. There are no strings attached except mm-hmm. that you have to give us receipts. Mm-hmm. You decide how you want to do that. You are empowered to, if you want to send one student to the most expensive high school in all of Quito, mm-hmm. You can do that. If you want to send 20 students to the public school and just help as many kids as possible, you can do that. We have we have yet to have anyone take us up on sending someone <laughs> to our prep school um, because they, they, they know or, or they believe that the best thing for their community is to help as many students as possible. Mm-hmm. And so it really puts those individual ministries in the driver's seat, and we get to be um, – in the passenger seat with them, mm-hmm. with the map going, hey, um, I think there's a roadblock up ahead. Let's, but we're not driving the car, so to speak, if that makes yeah, sense. That makes sense. And it's wonderful to hear that because I feel we are used to hear those things just from the benefit side. But we are seeing here that what we do in our program, like the benef- the benefit is not just for the student. It's for the family of the students, for the church of the students, for the community of the student. It's for an entire group of people that are able to live this hope and live the benefits and the blessings of mm-hmm. this mission. Mm-hmm. It's really true because it does having the Educational Hope program in your church means that there is buy-in from leadership, from the vestry or the elders board, from families, from parents, and and then ultimately, obviously, the students. Yeah. And so we, in one of our sites, we've really seen how they've just used this program as an excuse for pastoral care. Mm-hmm. And we've actually seen that in all of our sites <laughs> um, during this COVID crisis. Uh, but to and especially the, this church I'm talking about, um, the the pastor, the church is on a, I would say it's a fairly Pentecostal, evangelical focused church. And so the pastor in his own words said to me once, Cameron, I used to think that someone's um, salvation was the only thing that mattered. But through Educational Hope, I've been able to see the reality of these students and their families' lives and how the church has a responsibility to love them well in the here and now and not wow. just love them for heaven. And for me, that's a huge, huge success yeah, uh, because it, 
it is that holistic gospel, that living out what it is you say you believe. And it's not just a spirituality. It's mental health. It's physical health. It's educational health. All things together. And that's really our goal. That's how we have designed Equals H. Well, actually, that's how, how God designed Equals H. And we're just like <laughs> catching up. We're just catching up with what he's doing. Um but the way it is of doing it through these uh, local communities that get to take those, um, to, they get to make those decisions for their people. It really is. It's just an incredible system. It's wonderful. Yeah. And we thank God also for uh, the results of it, because as I was asking you about it, like I can see that in some ministry sites, we're able to see more than one generation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. one generation of students finish school and they just go back to the ministry site. Yeah. They go back to their community and they want to pour into the next generation. So that's just great. It, it, that's the way that we can see it's true. that God is truly working because that's not something that you have planned. It's no. not something that the ministry site planned. It's something that now the ministry site leaders and pastors are intentional about. About you know? pouring back in and making sure that there's that opportunity. But it was not planned. Because like everyone that. wants the the vast majority of healthy mentally healthy people they want to help they want to pour in they want to be of worth and value and part of this program is that we get to set up a system of you're good at math well how about you come back and tutor kids that are younger in math and and it just is that platform that leadership that that provides the that the way in for someone to again to someone who's graduated with equals H to come back and pour in. Um, Yeah, it's really, really exciting. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. We hope that you guys um, enjoyed it and learned more about it. Uh, In the next chapter, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, why do we do it and what other things are implied, like poverty. And Mm -hmm. we want to hear those things because we want to understand what is the heart um, and why all these things that we're doing externally and all these plans that we have, all these dreams, uh, how are they actually a reality and how, why are they needed in mm-hmm. the ministry sites and mm-hmm. in the lives of these people that we're trying yes. to reach? How is it that people are in this place where they, it's so difficult to, to stay even in public school where it's quote unquote free, but it, we know it's not yeah. free. We'll yeah, unpack free. that. <laughs> we'll unpack that. Um, thanks again, everyone, for being with us. We look forward to, to the next time. Look forward to the next Hopecast. Thanks for being a part of our team. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Ciao. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.